top shelf fantasy. Podcast one eighty eight. How you boys? Got the cracking. Got that. We got the cracking. Uh, top shelf fantasy. Crack. Huh? Good crack. Good, uh, good cracker of, of the beer. <laughs> good yeah. crack cocaine. Good, good cracker of the beer. The Kraken. It's the only expectations that we have nowadays is how good the was crack. a crack? If you ever want to join the TSF crew, you got to send us videos of you cracking a beer uh, to our intro, and uh, that's how we'll select you to join the team. Uh, but yeah, podcast one eighty eight, Top Shelf Fantasy, TopShelfFantasy.com, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Top Shelf FNTSY. It's January sixth. Fantasy seasons are over. There's no more fun. But we still have fan- uh, football uh, playoffs coming up. AB is here to continue to keep us entertained. Uh, so so we'll go over some some news, um, and really mostly from now till the next season, it's going to be dynasty fantasy football talk. Uh, and just general football discussions, uh, and I think that's really what we got mostly here. Uh, we can start with the AB news. Uh, dude's a psychopath. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how many nothing t- new tweets you guys saw today of AB, but uh, oh, so but yeah, oh, I saw a picture a of, of texts and his foot being worked on. We've seen a lot of Antonio Brown's feet over the past. His <laughs> the, cry, the cryotherapy issue he had. Wreck Ryan. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah, he's all over the coverage on it. He's like, oh man, this guy's great. But I mean, dude, it's just like AB alone gives you a, like a, a exciting twenty four hour news cycle every single day. It seems like it's something new, but it's just dumb. Like, just sit there and let let your life play out, dude. Like, get off of Twitter. You don't need to support yourself if if it's if he's gonna sue them, it's all gonna come out in court. So I don't know what the hell he's doing. But point case in point. He's done for the season. He's having surgery. It looks like, or it seems like he's having surgery. He's not going to yeah. get picked up on waivers by some uh, playoff contending team. So that's- I heard, I actually heard that there was like a broken, like bone, like a fragment of his bone was off. There was, I mean, this is also from Antonio Brown's lawyer. Um, Cause he's obviously a straight shooter. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> there's like some ligament damage, things like yeah. that. Yeah. He has but, no vested uh, interest at all, but no, uh, all. if you can believe him, and on on some level, I do since he put the doctor's name like in his little his write up there, because a doctor's not gonna be like, hey, just like use my name. Like people can call him and be like, hey, bud, is this like is this accurate? And he's gonna be like, yes or no. Like, yeah, I did I did that examination. Yeah. He has these technically, injuries. Technically, you can't disclose it. But, well, that's true. I, but, well, and I think I think the bigger issue too. I mean, it came out is you know he's saying that he's injured, and Bruce Arians is saying, well, you know, AB made no attempt to go talk to our medical doctors, right? Like he didn't make right. an attempt to go talk to the Bucks at all and say, hey, I'm hurt. He just yeah. threw a little hissy fit, and apparently, yeah. uh, what Schefter was saying was he went in. Uh, I think it was Wednesday and asked them to guarantee his bonuses. <laughs> Then bitched about it in the game that he wasn't getting enough targets to hit that bonus, and then and then just bitched about it. Yeah, so yeah. It, like that's why I think he's going to end up suing is because he's just going to be like, you know what, <laughs> I'll I'll sue you for something. I'll, I'm getting my one mil, which is seems like a very weird amount and for Antonio. According Ronda to Arian, his last presser, he said uh, that Antonio Brown didn't even bring up the injury to him mid game. And what it was is he said, you know, we're putting you in and this is the package you're going in. And he goes, I'm not getting enough targets. He goes, get the fuck out of here. 
which I mean, yeah, if if that's the case, I like it a lot better. But even if he is hurt and, and Arians is like fully well aware of it, every single player in the NFL is hurt right now. So I don't know yeah. broken bone fragments and torn this in your ankle. I don't I don't know how painful that is. I don't know what the injury is exactly. But like I also would assume that most of the NFL is playing through something similar when you're in week 17, 18, going to going on a playoff run. Like you hear about guys that play through torn ACLs for like multiple downs. I mean, uh, Chris Godwin's trying to get back on the field with the torn ACL and MCL. That's the exact person that you're comping a, a, uh, a B to in this situation is a receiver on his own team that tried to play through actual torn knee ligaments. So yeah. toughen up, buddy. I don't know what to tell you. I can, I can really see it both on both sides. It depends on what the actual truth is and what both sides are saying. The truth is probably somewhere in between. So we'll, we'll find out. Yeah. I just don't believe a B all the time. <laughs> oh, I don't know. He has a track record that would make you not believe him. Yeah. yeah. I've I've followed him on Instagram like three years ago just, just for fun. I see <laughs> a notification nearly every one hour A B has gone live. Ugh. Oh wow. Yeah. I don't yeah, watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you probably should. That's like a weird addiction to social media for A B. That's definitely not helping his cause. No. It sounds like an A B type of thing. Um, yeah. if it comes out, by the way, that you know, AB's right and the Bucks are on the wrong, what player is going to want to go play for the Bucks in the future? Like, if <laughs> if that well, comes out to be like true, right? I mean, that's yeah, that's a tough one. That puts you into Jets territory with their medical staff issues with Kalecha Assembly when they told him to play through a massive head injury that he ended up having surgery on when he sought a second opinion outside the team. Same with, uh, I think it was, um, Trent Williams over with uh, Washington, same thing. So, you're taking the Tampa Bay Bucks, who are a team on the rise with Tom Brady and yada yada, down to Jets and uh, and Washington football team territory. It's it's not what you want. No, it'll be alongside Dan ben. Snyder. No, yeah. no, 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 no. <laughs> There's also a word on the street that uh, Washington's going to pick a team name. Um, it's going to be the Washington Admirals. Not bad. Uh, yep. Really? No, it's not bad. Like I just want it to be bad. Yeah, I, 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 <laughs> I don't want to be one of the Red Hawks anymore. Yeah, like stay the same or. or completely ridiculous not like a decent name i loved like, i loved yeah. red, red wolves. wolves isn't bad red no, wolves i thought was my favorite red wolves yeah i should have done red dogs that would have been the best red dogs <laughs> clearly hey, man, if they did watch it in red dogs we would all have unis within five seconds oh absolutely <laughs> well and you know who's still on that roster too for me to get a jersey oh fits oh, oh. <laughs> it'd be fantastic it's magic red dog jersey yeah, i love oh. it um all right, we can talk about uh, more Kobe news. Uh, Deontay Johnson hitting that, so that's a big blow to the Steelers, who got nothing good going for them. Um, but you know, if you're playing DFS or something like that, that kind of sucks. Um, Baker's having his labia surgery, right, Craig? <laughs> well, that's, I, that's how I read it. His torn, <laughs> his, his torn his labrum, labrum, and yeah. eight other broken bones in his arm. Labia. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, that's. Uh, that's significant. I mean, if he played the rest of the season on a torn labrum, you gotta you gotta cut him some slack in his throwing shoulder. He looked bad. The the, the decisions were bad. It always wasn't just execution. A lot of it was just mental. But um, he, him sucking, and I hate I hate Baker Mayfield. I don't think he's a good NFL quarterback. But you gotta cut him some slack if he played through a torn labrum. I mean, we know he has been for a yeah. few weeks now. So he'll have surgery. He'll be back. Um, according to all the reports, him and Stefanski are still on the same page, just having a friggin' circle well, with each other. So they're out of it. 
And yeah, they're there. So isn't there. so isn't the Steelers like with the yeah. Deontay news and you know a world we're living in now is that the Cincinnati Bengals have won that division, mm-hmm. which is crazy because they've been at the bottom for the last decade. Oh, yeah, forever. They finally finished off a season strong and made all the difference in the world. Uh, all right. Here's here's some interesting news. Cam Akers is playing Sunday. What? Yeah, I think it's it's what? a horrible decision. What? I don't know why or how. Week 17 doesn't matter to them. They already have, what, 10, 11 wins? I think they're trying to fend off the Cardinals, but they would have the tiebreaker with them, so I don't really know. I just don't see Cam Akers being a difference in winning or losing that game. Not at all. No. With the way, they're, the way that Sony's playing. Um, I don't maybe know, if, maybe like just... if he dresses just as an emergency, like that's that's the only thing I can see. But even then, yeah, what's the upside? <laughs> there, there, I guess, there is no upside. I guess <laughs> maybe get his feet out from under him, see if he yeah, has it for the playoffs, playoffs or something. Yeah, like, the downside we all know, like tear tear your other Achilles, tear the same one again, career yeah. over. That's Dude, the downside. He, the upside is if he goes up he gets there, his cardio up. Like <laughs> yeah, other ways to get cardio. Yeah. <laughs> Like, cost benefit it's just such a risky move by them. Like, if he goes out and gets hurt again, like a significant injury, that's horrendous. That's like, that's horrible coaching there. Like, this guy was supposed to be out for a, a full, what, 12 months, 10 months? Yeah. Like that. Typical recovery on a repaired ligament, like tendon, 10 months to a year. Well, Achilles, this is the first one for sure. I mean, we've talked about it all season, Marlon Mack and then um, Foreman. Those are the only two that have known to even step back on the field. For the fact that it's this quick is just absolutely astronomical. Like, this is uncharted territory. Yeah, I, I am interested to see it plays out or see how it plays out. Um, I hope it goes well. I like Cam Makers. I would really like to see him have a long and successful NFL career. Fingers crossed he doesn't turn into Todd Gurley. I mean, McVeigh has shown oh, that he does Lord. not give a fuck about his running don't, backs. Don't do that to another <laughs> Rams running back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know. Fingers crossed for you, bud. Uh, in slightly better and makes a lot more sense news, Derrick Henry is uh, suiting back up, had a full practice, and he's on an actual, like, realistic timeline for an eight-week recovery period. So, yeah. Titans don't necessarily need to win. They'd probably want to win for the bye. Um, I don't. I don't know if there's any rumors that Henry's going to actually suit up and play, but that'd be cool. Give him one I would say he, he doesn't play this week because the Titans are a little smarter than the Rams yeah. <laughs> in that department. And um, even even so, if they were to even do it, it would be you know a couple snaps, whatever. Again, just to get his feet mm-hmm. up from under him. But from everything that we heard, Derek Henry was ready to come back five weeks ago. I mean, yeah. the guy kept playing on his broken bone into the second half before they were like, "No, no, no, we're pulling you." You got twenty. Yeah. You got fifteen more carries after that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and I mean, then on the flip side, you got Antonio Brown, who's like, "No, my feet, they hurt." <laughs> oh no, so, my table. Yeah. It's <laughs> See, I mean, I mean, if Derrick Henry plays, I I love the Titans in any matchup. But if your your thought process is getting him one more week of rest, I'd just sit him this week, and then that's resting, and then you yeah. play in the playoffs I mean, and or lose. You're you're absolutely right. Why why risk it? I mean, you you just roll with him the rest of the playoffs, and you're just gonna bowl people over with 35 carries a game. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Joe Burrow uh, resting yeah, Burrow, week 18. Rest. Yeah, Joe Mixon the same thing. Yep. Yep. 
well, not not rest. I guess his rest is a little more illness related with COVID. But yeah, the the two of them aren't playing. This 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 matchup doesn't. This game doesn't matter for them. The right. funny thing is that the NFL keeps claiming that they're you know ninety five percent vaccinated or whatever ninety seven percent. And it seems like every time we get a COVID report, they're like this player is unvaccinated. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. Well, cool. So you just you just forced like the roster bubble guys to all get vaccinated, and then the stars could just do whatever they wanted. All well, right, so remember Jerry Jones said that the Dallas Cowboys were 100% vaccinated and then Amari Cooper had missed three weeks. I'm like, what did you round up from 99.2%? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, good stuff. Calvin Ridley. Yeah, maybe I, I didn't hear about this. Yeah, I saw a report earlier today that said there may be a mutual parting of the ways between Calvin Ridley and the Falcons. Um, Ow. I don't Isn't know. he under contract? Yeah, so I don't know if they're going to release him or if they're just going to search for a trade partner and, and move him, whatever it is. Um, it's it's interesting. I don't know what his trade value is unless you know they, they can go to other teams and be like, yeah, it was a mental health thing. He just didn't want to play for us because we sucked. And they'd have to make that admission, and they probably would just to bump his value back up. But uh, it, it's very, very interesting. Um I don't know exactly what to make of it because if he changes teams, that changes everything. If he stays there, uh, we were just talking off the podcast, and Craig mentioned, you know, Matt Ryan could be done too. So he's a very uh, wide range of outcomes for for Calvin Ridley as we head forward. I mean, Atlanta Falcons really fucked up, to be honest with you. They were talking about, you know, drafting a quarterback in this past draft, and they were in that mix to get the Mac Jones, the Justin Fields. I think they passed on Justin Fields, actually, as a matter of fact. Yep, they did. Um, That's, I mean, all of a sudden, now we're losing that Ryan Calvin Ridley, just completely restarting. Yeah, Kyle Pitts is great, but you're not starting your franchise off of a tight end, and here we are now. I mean, it's too bad. Arthur Smith, I feel like, is a good coach, but they're He's in a terrible administration. Yeah, now you're so many key pieces away from competing. So, ugh, ugh, gross. Falcons suck. Twenty-eight to three. Oof. <laughs> a, oh, I might wait. What? Yeah, we just lost any <laughs> Falcons listener. Although, if we never, I mean, we may never have had them if they ever. I doubt we do. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Um, all right. So we have some, some previews of the, the AFC and NFC, uh, playoffs so far with one more game to go. I mean, these aren't set in stone, um, but this is what we have right now. So right. Tennessee at 11 to five, KC 11, five, Cincinnati Bengals, 10 and six bills, 10 and six Pats 10 and six Colts, nine and seven chargers and Raiders still looking for that last spot at bull nine and seven. Uh, there's a note here that the Titans have the tiebreaker over KC, which I, which is important because right now Titans have seed one, and obviously you know there's the in order for KC to get that KC has to win with the Titans loss, um, they both can't win. So I don't even know what the tiebreaker is. Did the did the, the Titans play the Texans? So they're probably winning. Did the Patriots yeah. play the Chiefs this year? No. No. All right. So actually, okay, there is a shot that they so there is a shot, any one of them, if there's a tiebreaker, I'm not seeing any single one of them that ten and six or eleven and five could still have the one seed. Yeah. Um, because if the Pats won and Tennessee lost, the Pats would have the tiebreaker over Tennessee with the head to head win. And if the Bengals um, lost and Bills lost, they have it. Yep, exactly. So I mean the Pats would need a lot to happen. The Bills and Bengals would both also need a lot to happen, but it's all feasible. A lot closer this year. No no 12, 13, 14 win teams. 
Yeah, it's, nope. it's pretty crazy um, that we don't have, like, I think usually by this time there are, like, a handful of teams that are locked in and are not going to move. Right now, everybody in the playoffs could shift positioning and seating. Yeah, I, I hope the Chargers get that last seed. Uh, I'd rather see Herbert play than Derek Carr. Oh, 100%. I, I would agree with you from, show. from an NFL perspective, but from a Patriot perspective, I would rather the Raiders make it, and I think they have a better shot against them, um, even though you know, well, we Bill's, Bill has handled Herbie. We wouldn't be near them. I, I'm, I would I fear to play the Colts and the Bills. Yeah. I mean, obviously the Chiefs, but I don't know if we're going to be in that area. Yeah, Colts, uh, Bills are, are, are a problem. I'd like to see the Pats play both of them just to get like the monkey off their back and get a win against the two teams that beat them pretty handily. But that's like a – I don't know. It's That's a risky wish. So right now we would play the Bills. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. NFC, yeah, only yeah, only but, team locked in place. The Packers right at the top there. Yeah, and there's, the, I mean, this is the the NFC's got the 13, 12 win teams. The teams that yeah. might end up with the fourteen, much uh, more lopsided. Yeah, 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 the good teams. Yeah, I mean, Packers um, thirteen and three, Bucks twelve and four, Rams twelve and four, Cowboys eleven and five. Cards eleven and five, San Fran nine and seven, Eagles nine and seven. I'm sure there's a couple of teams still fighting to probably take the the 49ers or the Eagles spot. Uh, but yeah, right now Green Bay, only one who's locked in. They're probably going to have the number one seed. Um, so yeah, it's great for Rogers. He's been freaking crushing it. Yeah, that's exactly what we're gonna we're gonna get to it. And I mean I can even say it now since it's pretty much part of it is that I had the Packers versus Bucks and those are you know one and two seed in the NFC. That's who I have playing each other. My preseason prediction was that the Bucks were gonna beat the Packers. Now I changed my mind with the Bucks having every injury and A B leaving and shit's going down there. So um I I would I would expect the the Packers out of the NFC is my projection yeah i think yeah. that's a good good call there yeah we can we can jump into there so we did make some preseason predictions craig you just kind of went over your nfc i don't know do you want to take the afc prediction yeah sure i mean mine was bill's chiefs um and it doesn't change in my opinion i i think uh same same afc championship game i think it's gonna be chiefs bills chiefs win and then my super bowl champ is chiefs over uh, Packers. Now I had Chiefs versus Bucks, and the Chiefs still winning. I, it doesn't doesn't change. I still have the Chiefs winning, but I think the Packers make it over the Bucks now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll take mine. I guess preseason. Um, I had Chiefs versus Colts, which I think is still a very doable uh, thing to happen. The NFC Rams versus Bucks, uh, another bull, another bull, another doable um, matchup as well. And then I had Chiefs versus Bucks and Bucks winning. Changed mine a bit. I changed my AFC, um, kept the Chiefs and did the Titans with the Chiefs winning. And then NFC Packers versus Bucks, Packers winning. And then the Super Bowl, I had the Packers beating the Chiefs with uh, Aaron Rodgers, State Farm. I like that Titans pick. Because that's, I mean, with that whole Derrick Henry being healthy thing, it's such an odd, yeah, odd thing. That's kind of why I put there because people, I mean, they've been winning without him. You get this 
workhorse back, you know, back in your team. It's it's just freaking game changing. Yeah, uh, my picks weren't as good, I would say, as you, <laughs> as you guys. So my AFC original prediction was the Bills, which is fine, but I had them playing the Broncos, who I really thought were a good dark horse pick, and that didn't pan out at all. Um, and for then for the NFC, I had Seattle playing Washington, and both of those teams are in like the basement of their division, so that is bad. And then I had the Bills playing Seattle in the Super Bowl, which won't happen. So let's get on to the current predictions. Uh, in the AFC for the championship, I've now got Pat's Colts. I'd love to see that personally. I don't know if it would line up that way, but let's hope it does. Um, NFC, I've got the Packers taking on the Rams. And then in the Super Bowl, I got the Pats beating the Packers for a little repeat of what was that, like 1993? I think it was in the yeah. 80s. I only wish that the Pats and Packers played against each other when Tom Brady was there. That would have been TV versus Aaron Rodgers would have been fantastic. Yeah. So I don't know that that'll happen. I just decided to go full Homer. I'm taking the Pats all the way. Oh, yeah. Let's fucking do it. There you go. Speak it into existence. Uh, For my preseason, I I had Titans and Chiefs in the AFC. I had Washington and Bucks in the NFC. And then I had the Chiefs and Washington squaring off in the Super Bowl. If it's magic getting a ring, that didn't happen. So now here we are. Uh, I really want to see the Bengals move on. Uh, I really want to see them get to the AFC championship game. And with none of the seeds set, like I have no idea what actual possible outcomes are. So I'm just naming the two best teams, I think, that could make it. Uh, Bengals and KC. uh, And then the NFC Packers, Tampa. It's Tom Brady. Can't count Tom Brady out. So I think Bengals, Tampa would be a nice little Tom Tom versus Joe. That would be a nice little Super Bowl. I would say Bengals versus KC would be such a fun game to watch for an AFC championship game. Such firepower. Such terrible defense. We just watched it. (laughs) I mean, it'd be a lot of fun. You watched Jamar Chase go nutty. So, yeah. I don't know. That's that's, 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 that's that. Packers are plus 380 to, to win the Super Bowl. That's pretty fucking heavy odds in their favor. Who's the minus? Um, nobody, nobody is minus. Um, oh. KC Chiefs are five, plus five hundred. Bills are plus seven fifty. Um, oh, so the Packers. Are, yeah, Pats are plus sixteen hundred. Uh, yeah, the Packers are the favorite. Yeah, that's sorry. Now I understand what you're saying. Yeah, I mean, as much. I mean, we're all Pats fans, and as much as I'd, I'd love the Pats to make it, I just don't know if the um, offense is there. And and what I yeah. I do get nervous about the Colts because the Colts are that we're gonna slow you down yep. and we're gonna make you beat us and and it, their defense is one of the best in this well in the it, the 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 defenses that I would be afraid of in the, all of postseason right now is the Colts the Patriots um, <clears throat> Bills are okay. Um, well, it's that's about it. <laughs> you know, I'm not really White's afraid of any other defense. Yeah. Is White still out? Yeah, he's done for yeah. the season. Yeah, so he's he's out for the year. But they've still been fine without him. They've yeah. not even just fine. I mean, they're they're they've stopped the run a lot. Darius Leonard has been playing like a defensive MVP this year. Mm. Oh, for the Colts, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They, yeah. Yeah, well, I uh, think when they played whatever their last game was, they were saying that they forced the most fumbles 
and they were like, and and that's the guy that that's done it all <laughs> yeah. is Darius Leonard. Um, I know, I know Tampa's still banged up on that with their defensive pass rushers. Um, you know, and if the Cowboys somehow get in there, Parsons. I don't think Parsons is Parsons hurt or did he just hit so the COVID he has list? COVID, but I still wouldn't even be afraid of Dallas's defense in my opinion. I mean, they have a, a they have obviously the the defensive rookie of the year in Parsons, and they have the sophomore of the year in Diggs. But Diggs also is rated one of the worst corners. He just happens to get like tw- he just got twelve picks this year. Yeah, I was gonna say he has twelve picks, but he also let up over a thousand yards in man to man coverage this year, which is fucking absurd. Like so he's just yards. he's just straight giving a huge cushion and trying to bait every quarterback yeah. into a throw and he's, he either picks he, it off or lets him get burnt. He like, basically mm. plays like a safety. Yeah, it's like not real defense, dude. So like congrats on all your picks, but uh I'd rather have zero picks like Revis Island style and like nobody even mm-hmm. throws the ball your way. Deion Sanders showtimes like kind of shit. But yeah, I mean, I, Dallas's defense doesn't scare me. But I think the ones that you listed off are the ones to worry about. I would, I'd say even the Patriots aren't really that scary right now, just because of what we've seen the top tier teams do to them. Like the Bills and the Colts are not worried about the Pats defense right now, which which is unfortunate. But the Colts defense, I'm I'm shaking in my boots, I'm a fucking puss in boots over here. <laughs> Well, maybe they they could be some way to to avoid it. The only problem is too is if you avoid the Colts, you may be running into Derrick Henry. So it's like right. it's like pick yeah. your yeah. pick your poison. What side of the bracket do you want to be on? <laughs> no, one side of the bracket could be ground and pound and good defenses, and the other side could just be you know air it out and and let's go have a track race. <laughs> and, you just gotta if, no, if, so if, if you play against the Titans, you just have to say, all right, Donta. It's your last game. <laughs> Just <laughs> run into Derrick Henry the whole game. Yeah, seriously. Uh, all right. We want to talk about some dynasty targets. I know each, sure. of, our, each of us picked one guy. Uh, Dow's picked two because he's greedy. But <laughs> yeah, sorry. he wants these guys. He's want them. So, yeah, you can go, Daz. All right, sweet. I'll go first. Um, so my two targets, if I were looking at anybody in the offseason, and as soon as your trade window opens in your league, Maybe yours doesn't even close. I don't know. Calvin Ridley and A.J. Dillon. Calvin Ridley, because his value is the lowest it's ever going to be right now. If there's rumors about him switching teams, I think that even bumps his value up because the Falcons are such a shit show. But with him being out so many weeks, I'd be targeting him. I'd be going to the Ridley owner. I have been going to the Ridley owner in, in our Dynasty League trying to get something done. Unfortunately, I'm getting stonewalled there. But maybe you'll have more luck. A.J. Dillon on the flip side. I want him now. He's still on the rise. I think his value is only going to uh, skyrocket from here. And if I can get in, I wish I got in earlier, but if I can still get in now, happy to do that. I'm thinking about AJ Dillon, like fucking Bitcoin, like just go sky's the limit. Like whatever the price is, I'll pay it. And I want it now. I would, uh... I would trade first for AJ Dillon. And I think if they're going to keep, kind of scaling back the the Aaron Jones usage and maybe eventually get out of the Aaron Jones contract. AJ Dillon is great. And to go one step further, I'd say Kylan Hill is a great stash. Um, not like somebody that's going to play. He did tear his ACL this year, but I think Aaron Jones is on the back end of his career in green Bay. And it's going to be AJ Dillon's show with some other piece that they either draft this year or a guy that's already on the team, like a Kylan Hill. So if you have a standard dynasty league and you can throw them on your taxi squad, 
Um, Kylan Hill would be the perfect fit for that. AJ Dillon's a guy to trade picks and man players for. And even if you don't go that drastic, I mean, AJ Dillon has gotten 50% of the snaps the last half of the season. So if that's, yeah. I mean, they did that with Jamal Williams. So, yeah. you know, everyone can thrive. And yeah. Dylan obviously slowly started in the NFL after having 300 carries per game for four straight seasons in Boston college. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, he, he's got some, you know, his rookie know, he's year got life left, <laughs> got life left in his legs. A lot of people think his legs are the world's legs, but um, <laughs> all right, moving on. Darnell Mooney is my target for uh dynasty. Um, he was one of my sleepers of the year. I uh, really felt that, whatever it was Chicago just really fell in love with them, whether it was Matt Nagy, um, not sure. I mean, Matt Nagy's on his way out. Obviously we've, we've heard that story, but I still feel it doesn't matter. Donald Mooney has po- proved himself enough uh, where he's going to be, you know, the guy in Chicago, you know, just one of the speed guys, one of the, like the Tyler Lockett's of the league or like Sean Jackson from old, um, you know, he's, going to have something going with Justin Fields for a long time. Mooney's going to be going into his third season next year. Fields is second. A-Rob is on his way out. Uh, they have no contract there. They have no other wide receiver around. This is just going to be a number one next year. Get on him early after, you know, starting the 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 his fantasy football, you know, career. He finished as, you know, wide receiver 53. Uh, but this year he finished as wide receiver 27. Um, and it's just going to go up from there. Uh, once Justin Fields gets his footing down and hopefully a better coach, you know, they'll be able to get Darnell Mooney into that wide receiver two uh, category. And, and you're going to be able to see, um, you know, the sky's the limit, really. Yep, it was a great stash. Uh, of course, he's on Dickie's team. Um, yeah, I didn't want Dickie to hear it because I'm going to be pursuing him this year. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't send this podcast. Uh, my buy is more of a buy low. I mean, of course, the guys that you guys are naming now are the much sexier names to get, but a guy you can probably get for cheaper, uh, Crotton Sutton. I know, Craig, you own him in a league. Tom, you own yeah, him. Yeah, you won't league. be getting him. Yeah, oh, no, no. <laughs> you can drive, but it's not going to I have his jersey. I know he was on your team in Red Dog, and I'm like, ooh, my other league. I'm like, oh, fuck, Tom has him. Okay, yeah, there goes that wish but um i mean the guy's 26 he's g- g- he, he'll be 27 going into 2022 season um i mean he didn't have a double digit point since week six that's a very long time and like he that's had gross. games where he didn't even score two points one catch for a yard or something it, it, it was just horrific teddy drew lock didn't matter who it was but my big Biggest thing is they gotta get someone else. Bridgewater's done. They don't believe in Locke. Um, I want to get him now before, say, they get a Deshaun Watson or a Russell Wilson or an Aaron Rodgers type of player. Once they get him, Cortland Sutton's gonna go right up the board back to where he was at the beginning of last summer. So get him now on the cheap. Probably might just take a second round pick in Dynasty to get him, and I do it. Yeah, like I honestly probably would have paid a higher price for him before he signed that extension just because I thought he might have been leaving town and, and mm-hmm. you can only go up for him. So, yeah, I hope you're right. I would love if Aaron Rodgers to Sean Watson shows up in friggin' Denver. I'll be very, very happy. I mean, it's a very oh, I won't good situation. I talking about Jerry Judy for the rest of my life if that happens. I will. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, 
Yeah. Me, and, me and Dallas would just be <laughs> high fiving each other in chest bumps. Dude, the, the Broncos the receivers, dude. Broncos hey, receivers. Deshaun Watson. <laughs> oh, be amazing. Uh, I, I think it's going to have to be Deshaun Watson. I, I don't think Rodgers is leaving uh, the Packers, but. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I didn't you know, realize. Any, anything's guys, better than <laughs> Teddy. When you guys said that Devontae Adams was likely getting franchised, I was like, shit, that's such a good point. So Rodgers will play one more year at least in Green Bay. And then Devon, on, with Devontae Adams under the tag, and then that's when he could kick out because he's not going to yeah. leave Devontae unless mm-hmm. they both leave and go somewhere else. Yeah, and I actually, while while we just mentioned that, I wanted to bring this up when you were talking about AJ Dillon. Didn't Aaron Jones get franchise tagged last year? No, no he had a four year deal. So, so they okay, yeah. so they ended up giving him a, a multi year yep. deal. Okay, uh, I know that was in the card. So all right, uh, I went with another Bronco, Javante Williams. Uh, 21-year-old who finishes RB16 with under 200 carries. Pretty much right where you're going to see these guys, you know, fall rankings-wise with, you know, the the type of carries that he has. Uh, but he's 21 years old. Um, you know, I think a lot of people expected him to just run away with the backfield by himself, and Melvin Gordon was going to get thrown to the wayside. And, it, you know, that obviously was not the case. I mean, Javante Williams looked great. The draft class coming up in 2022 is starving for a, for a running back. If you could take a 101 from a perception perspective and flip it for like a Javante Williams and grab like another piece, I, I'd do that in a heartbeat. I mean, Javante Williams is only two, three years away from having that backfield himself. And you're looking at a 24, 23, 24-year-old who has been in the league for three years at this point, you know, it, I don't see any downside in going all in on Javante Williams at this point. So I think that's one guy that I would heavily try and throw quite a, a bit of dynasty assets at. Yeah. I mean, he, he, well, he has a backfield to himself next year. He don't keep Gordon, but worst ones worse. I keep Gordon. It's probably for a year. Yeah. One more year. And then, and then, but I, I don't think it's going to be split. It'd probably be more, 60-40 leaning on Williams with Gordon being that veteran presence there for the other guys. But, yeah, um, get get your Broncos now before they get Deshaun. If they get Deshaun Watson, that'll be interesting to see how it, how it affects the running game. But I, I don't know that it, that it will all that much. I like, just think – I think it just opens up more space because right now, I mean – what are teams worried about Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke checking down five feet? They're worried about Melvin Gordon and Javante Williams. Put Deshaun Watson out there with a little bit of respect. Yep. More well, space to run, baby. A better, better running quarterback that can see the field is always helpful for running backs. And you probably and won't put up need... more... uh, Sorry, Scotty. I, I was just going to no, say, no, you no, probably no. wouldn't need both running backs either. So, I mean, right. you're looking at maybe right. as soon as next year, Javante Williams has the backfield to himself with Deshaun Watson. If you, yeah, if you could kick uh, Melvin Gordon to the curb and save the money there and allocate that to Deshaun Watson, then you just elevate Mike Boone and whoever else you can grab off the scrap heap for, you know, mm-hmm. 300K a year. Yeah, who cares? Bring yeah. Royce Freeman to back, whatever, right. you know, Literally whatever you got to do. Just a warm like, body. Because that's what Melvin Gordon's contract, $7.5 million. He does have an out after this year. It's yeah. easy, easy yeah. to just make that decision. Yep. All right. Um, to get into yeah, the shots I don't know. Yeah. What? How much time do we have in the pod for right now? Oh, we have plenty of time. What do we? Okay. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. So eight I, minutes in. Word. Yeah. So I, I put up a fantasy football player uh, playoff winner article, um, kind of like the top five of each position in the last three weeks. 
people that, you know, helped you win it, helped you get there. And, um, you know, go down the list. Quarterbacks, Joe Burrow at one. Then Josh Allen, Pat Mahomes, Dak Prescott, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I think Allen Mahomes, Prescott, Rodgers, you aren't surprised that they're there. But Joe Burrow just balled the frig out. Um, I'm not surprised by it, but yeah, Joe, not not Joe Burrow. I'm not surprised by the names you said, but I am surprised that Joe Burrow was the the top. Was the one, yeah. I mean, I I think to put in the article, correct me if I'm wrong, but close to a thousand total yards in the last two weeks combined. It was like 900 something. Um, But I mean, he he did it against the Chiefs. I know the Chiefs aren't a great defense, but they've been playing a lot better as of late. Like he's doing it against good teams. And he's having fun. <laughs> like it, it, it's a blast. I think Tom talked about this on the last podcast. Like just him in the locker room. He's like, yeah, I'm good, but whatever. Are <laughs> we all a cigar? Speaking of Joe Burrow, who's getting the Joe Burrow jersey? Who's getting the Jamar Chase jersey? I already have a T Higgins jersey, so I'm actually getting a Joe Mixon jersey. Into you getting a Joe Mixon jersey, so, so we're from, all gonna have some. You are getting Joe Mixon. So from my other league, I'm gonna um, borrow. Tom gonna take the chase. I won my other league. Yeah. And the, the last place guy has to buy the first place guy a jersey. That's the punishment. Kind I of love that punishment, rule. but I mean, it's it just kind of like not really even a punishment. So it's just whatever. Another hundred bucks out of that guy's pocket, which sucks for him, but good for me. And it has to be. A player that was on my roster all year. Oh so. no way, Dows! You had Joe Mixon on your roster. It's not like you had him on your roster for the last <laughs> four or five years. I, did, I have him. I hate the guy, and I have him every single off. league. And I was like, you know what? He finally did me. Did me. <laughs> and then so I texted in the group chat. Yeah, like I'll take a uh, you know take an extra large uh, Joe Mixon black Bengals jersey. And the first thing the kid says to me is like, "Oh, that makes sense, Dows. You look like a guy that likes hitting women." <laughs> I was like, "Fuck <laughs> you!" <laughs> <laughs> like a little wine. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, so I guess we'll all have Bengals jerseys. That'd be cool. Ah, uh, yeah. I should I get a Tyler Boyd one. God no. <laughs> well, so I mean, we'll you get go CJ to the, Uzama. We'll go to the wide receivers though. I'll skip um just to t- t- talk about the Bengals anyways. But of course, we know Jamar Chase is going to be up there. Um, T Higgins and Tyler Boyd. So all three of those wide receivers the last three weeks, top eight wide receivers. Boyd was eight, Higgins was six, and Jamar Chase is two. Like, Boyd put up good games, and, like, he was on my team, and I still didn't start him. Yeah. I'm like, oh, he's at the third. There's no way Joe Burris will throw over 500 yards. Wrong. Um, (laughs) But, yeah, so Jamar Chase at two, and then the next three, Devontae Adams at three, Cooper Cup at four, Debo Samuel at five, Adams Cup and Samuel top three on the entire year so it's no surprise there but number one amon ross st brown beautiful and he did this with i mean he blew up with golf then golf got hurt so we're like damn it's tim boyle you you can't start him it's a different quarterback it's not the world's best david blauthorne so oh, it better he, did to it. Do it. he did it with tim boyle and jared goff like different quarterbacks each week and he ran the ball too. Like even with DeAndre Swift yep, back right. and Jamal yep. Williams back, he was running. Yeah, that that one shocked me. I yeah, I'll be surprised to see like how many teams he was on that won championships. Like I feel like a lot of championship teams had guys like Debo and Cup. Um I just don't know if someone just picked him up week thirteen and then rode with him. They could have, but if so, 
That's amazing. Um, the running backs, I have a note here. If you want to go to the bathroom now, like to puke, you, you can. Yeah. Rashad Penny coming in hot at number one. That didn't shock me because he the freaking huge, two, two huge weeks out of him. Devin Singletary was, was very surprising. I had no idea he finished as two. Uh, JT at three. Probably the only one that's on this list that makes sense. Sony Michelle at four. And David Montgomery, once again, finishing the playoff strong at five. And, and the Monty one makes sense, too, because he, he was playing well. Um, he had that lag in the you know third quarter part of the season where I don't know if he played because of COVID or an injury or something like that, but mm. uh, yeah, he came on strong at the end. Everyone knew that he had a, a good playoff schedule when we were doing our trade deadline article. We we knew that Monty had a good playoff schedule, but yeah, no, those other ones is just absolutely gross. I don't even know if we have to talk about it. And, 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 and JT is no, he's he's a monster. I, I cannot believe Richard Penny was the number one running back. Just can't. It's, it's honestly it's, just to spite us. It's like he, he the oh, NFL oh, is. is very aware of what Top Shelf Fantasy is doing, and they are just out <laughs> to get us. Like, oh, let's make Rashad Penny good. Like, fucking hey, like, does Dickie have a direct line to Pete Carroll's? Like, yeah, I mean, we months? were. Right for three years and ten months. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's only when it mattered mm-hmm. for Penny because he's had his option declined and his yeah. he's a free agent in Ugh. two weeks. He he's going to be such a trap in 2022. Like, I mean, Mike Davis. Like, I, <laughs> I mean, they re-signed Chris Carson for a three-year contract. Yeah. He he was Which three. Wow. Which is nuts for how like they didn't even want him on the team and like let him just sit in purgatory for so long. Yep. And then give they brought years. in Leonard Fournette, and they were going to give Leonard Fournette a big deal, but he did well. Obviously, wasn't enough for Fournette, and you know, imagine now going to get a big contract with the box. But imagine how good Seattle could have been if they had Fournette like as a legit running back there. Well, in, instead of charting out DJ Dallas and Travis Homer yeah. for weeks on end. Yeah, I mean, there's you talk about what Fournette was for fantasy this season. Yeah, if he was on Seattle, whew. yeah. Mm-hmm. He could have been, you know, an RB RB five or top top five RB. Rather. He was an RB five with box. Okay, so he could have been RB one. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the, like the the six weeks there where Russ Wilson was out, they would have just been turning and handing. And unfortunately for Carson, who knows if he's playing again? Because that neck injury was—they said it was scary—and then serious, they yeah. they banged him out yeah. for the season at like week ten or whatever it was. Well, they made a quick call on it too. They're like, "You're done. Like, you're out, bud." So, didn't stop. he eventually have surgery on it? Like, I believe so. I don't know. Yeah, he so should, probably. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's not a good sign. Anything to do with the neck? It's hey, Ty Hilton had neck normal. surgery. He's back. He's nasty. Yeah, he'll retire this year. Um, he should, but not retire because he get old age. Yeah. Um, and then we'll go. To our our favorite position is tight ends. Mark Andrews at, at, at one. By far, um, last three weeks and the entire season, he finishes tight end one, and he did it with Lamar Jackson, Huntley, and was it Josh Johnson? Is that the other guy? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So three different quarterbacks in that time frame. Um, Travis Kelsey at two. Dalton Schultz best ever do it at three. Uh, Dallas Goddard and Noah Fant four and five with the same points. So. Titans four and five or 30 points. So 
10 points a game average. So, you know, that, that's that ends for you. That's what it takes the, to be a top 10 in the league. Yeah. Um, but M- M- Mark Andrews, 65 points total last three weeks. That's fantastic. Yeah. That, and that we had him in our TSF league. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Dalton Schultz too. I, I thought I, I didn't think he could do it all season. Told but you, I told everybody. <laughs> I told you, first round pick, and everybody laughed at me. And it's not going to matter because you're still right because I still he just he's so, off my team at the end of the year anyways. <laughs> so what did he finish as on the season? So like on the season, six, I'll probably seven. like because yeah, we because Tom had him four. at four. four. Okay, so it's, Tom had him at like five, and we're like, nah, you're crazy, man. I, I was crazy. I don't know if you guys remember when I did the stat projecting. I was like, uh, something's wrong with my tight ends. Dalton Schultz, five. But it, yeah, the, I'm like, Tom, his name's Blake Jarwin. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was looking at the, the target distribution. I was like, this this feels right for Dallas. I just don't know why Schultz is here so high. Because um, he's nasty. Stats don't lie, baby. <laughs> it is yeah. so gross. Like, he finished tight end four. Nine point six points. So I mean, it's a tight end, so that's fine. But not nine point six points per game. Yeah, and if he if he scored nine point six every single week, we're giving out misses to ourselves for, for star sits. <laughs> yeah, like Mark Andrews is fifteen points a week. That's <laughs> we, that's we, we might have to number. calibrate that a bit for uh, for tight ends. I was just gonna say, I was like, we'll be missing on like tight end seven for the season. I know, like there tight was end should be like eight points. I got eight points at tight end. It was a miss. I'm like, are you kidding me? Eight points at <laughs> tight end? I'm yeah, doing I mean, cartwheels. Tight end eight in the year, eight points per game. Zach Ertz. <laughs> Hunter Henry, eight point five points a game. Like, Gross. yeah, yeah, yeah. Very, well, very uh, the. Those are the fantasy winners. So you can thank Rashad Penny and Devin Singletary for somehow finding a way to make it into your lineups and winning. Yeah. The, the Rashad for, Penny thing is fucking mind blowing. I, I, Good for you. I beat Dallas you. with Rashad Penny, Sony Michelle, and Amon Ross St. Brown in my championship. Boom. Three, three right there. <laughs> with Damian Harris on the bench. <laughs> with Damian Harris on the bench. Yeah, and Ramondre Stevenson outscored him by half too. Well, Ramondre got like twenty eight points. Listen, I had, Harris. Yeah, well, I had that. I had the that carry in the usage of Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson nailed a hundred percent. That's why I didn't play Damian Harris because I was like, he's not going to touch the ball after the first quarter. We're going to be up huge. Why would he touch the ball after the first quarter? Dude's dealing with He just got the two fucking touchdowns. I mean, he only <laughs> yeah. had nine carries, but he had the two fucking touchdowns. And that's when I'm looking, and I'm like, okay, AB's got the upside. He should go crazy. No, he took his jersey no, off and stormed no, off did. the field. he did. He went crazy. Just <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, he did go crazy. You're right. Well, I really cursed myself, too, when I was chirping you about Damian Harris. Yeah. From the game, yeah, every yeah. time we'd score, my like, yeah. Tom was like, "Told you." <laughs> and I, I saw that come through. Fifty point loss later. I guess I should have just been quiet and let the fantasy dogs, you know, <laughs> lie and let sleeping dogs lie. Whatever the fucking quote is, but yeah, you know, I can't win them all. I'll take one championship away this year. Wish I had two. Tom kind of whooped me pretty bad. I wasn't even really close. So yeah, at least it wasn't stressful. At least you were into. I mean, yeah, that's true. That's this is pretty good feat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was in one. Won't tell you the outcome, which, which tells which tells you Did the you? outcome. Yeah. You can either like confirm or deny, but that is a confirmation of sorts. 
Uh, good old fantasy football, guys. You ready yeah, for another yeah. season? Let's start. Uh, I know I'm Tom, ready for the Tom's playoffs. already buried in dynasty work. So I, I've already I've done my dynasty work since I've I, I banged out early on it. I'm ready for the playoffs. I'm ready to sit finally enjoy the NFL. Yeah, well, I love the playoffs too. This I is a good time of year playoffs. for it. Is it is nice when you get this like one to two week like maybe probably a little more than that maybe like a month like lull where. You don't have to stress out about your fantasy lineup every week. Your seasons are done. You probably just got a little fat uh, coin in your pocket because you won some leagues. Go buy your friends a beer and enjoy the fucking playoffs. Hopefully your favorite team's in it. Root for actual football players for a change. Nice nice little Mm. refresher. You can root for defenses. That'd be fantastic. And offensive linemen. (laughs) Offensive linemen. (laughs) I root for offensive linemen year-round. O'Quinn Nelson. (laughs) (laughs) Michael Onwenu will catch a touchdown before the Patriots are eliminated. You mark my words. Um, All right. Well, I think next week, what are we talking about doing the – we got a power hour that I know that we want to do, and we're talking about doing the sleepers, busts, dart throws, bounce backs – Yes. All those picks, a summary of of everything we did. Although I think we did, I thought we did bounce backs last week. We did uh, bounce back player of the year, and we might have glossed over. Oh yeah, we picks. did like player of the year. So it we was did, we did over yeah, what final our awards, yeah. but not uh, yeah preseason stuff. And then yeah. we wanted to do like a comparison of some some players from where we ranked them at the beginning of the year to where they finished, like ones that we like hit really, really well on, like probably Dalton Schultz for you, and then. Um, the flip side of that, the ones that we missed big on, like Austin Eckler for me, who I had at like <laughs> RB twenty two, and he finished at like RB three or two one. Yeah. So, uh, just, I want to give you know a, a little bit of a heads up to tell you that overall, I think we're nailing our projections, but you know we're gonna miss here and there, and like like Scott always tells me, well, like all you guys always say, don't don't project injuries. Well, I was projecting a Austin Eckler injury in it, bone. Yeah. We should project COVID, though. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. COVID's easy to project. Everybody's going to have it every fucking week, and it's never going away. Learn mm-hmm. to live with it. Well, right. yeah, I guess that that, that that does it for the the 188 pod. Yeah. Thank you for listening. That's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> the article that Scotty uh, was kind of reading off, you can find that at topshelffantasy.com. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Top Shelf FNTSY. Top Shelf Fantasy. Stay fluid. Stay loose.